Welcome to the first official episode of It's Fine, I'm Fine. My name is Connor and I'm your host. So in today's episode, we are going to cover a couple different topics. Um, First topic we're going to kind of dive into, they're all going to kind of mesh together, but um, in the spirit of doing things in order, (laughs) we're going to start off with... um, the solo trip that I took to Jackson, Wyoming. Um, We're also going to dive into a little bit of depression and anxiety. We're going to be talking about losing yourself, finding yourself, all of that fun stuff. Um, But yeah, let's get started. So I want to kind of start this off by kind of explaining where I kind of found my idea um, of going on a solo trip. So we were in Asheville, North Carolina, me and a couple of my friends um, back in March, I believe. Um, And we were, you know, sitting at a brewery. We had noticed this girl was sitting by herself and we wanted a picture um, of all of us. So we were like, hey, let's ask her, see if she wants to take it. And maybe she wants to come join us, you know, she's by herself. Um, And we got to talking and found out that she was also from Nashville And she was on a solo hiking trip um, and that she does this all the time, that she goes out on these like solo trips by herself um, and she goes all over the the country, at least I I think that's what she said. Um, But yeah, and I I just remember sitting there and being like, oh my God, that is so cool. Like I would love to do that. I feel like I'm at a place in my life where like I'm single, you know, like I'd not really tied down to anything. I had kind of been starting to go through some ish and, um, I just thought to myself, like, that is so cool. Like I would love to do that. And I was at the time, the only single girl in the group of girls that we were with. Um, and I had been single for quite some time. So I was just like, you know, like this just feels like something that would be up my alley. Um, so that, the idea of that single solo trip had kind of been in the back of my head for a while. Um, and I just, I kind of found every excuse not to, um, and I just, it just never happened. So let's fast forward to maybe a month after that girl's trip. And this is where things get a little emotional. So bear with me if you hear any sniffles in the background. We are all about being vulnerable on this podcast. So, um, so fast forward to a couple months after that trip, I had been feeling lost. And this is kind of where, in the part of the podcast where we're going to talk about um, losing yourself comes into play. So I just had been feeling really lost. Uh, I had really given up on myself. If we're being really honest, just I really didn't like myself. Um, 2020 and 2021... I feel like for a lot of us was hard. We were, you know, forced to be isolated for a full year. And I, you know, in a time where a lot of people were were finding things to do and, you know, were really like just like nose diving into their work and into, you know, things that they love to do, I was like kind of the opposite. I felt unmotivated and I would get out of bed at 2 p.m. every day. I 
it was it was hard it was weird it was a weird shift for me um which I'm sure it was for everybody um but I think even in all honesty when I when I moved to Nashville gosh that was maybe the end of 2018 the back end of 2018 um I it was a complete a culture change. I grew up in a very, very, very small town and, um, that was, you know, really big for me. That was a lot of change. And then I also, I didn't go to college. I never went away to school. Um, I'd lived with my parents up until I was 22 years old. So that was a huge change. I moved 11 hours away from my family. There was just a lot of change. And I was also going through a lot of stuff right before I moved. Um, I, I just don't think I ever healed from the stuff that I was going through before I moved to Nashville. And then I moved to Nashville and, you know, I was so excited and I I wanted all these things. And then I don't know if I, I kind of feel like I got a reality check a little bit. Um, and it definitely, I think did some damage. Um, I, like I said, fast forward to a couple months ago. Um, I, just lost interest in all of the things I used to love. And I always hear people when they talk about, you know, depression saying like, you know, the things that you used to do that you used to love and care about, you just don't want to do them anymore. And I remember when I started feeling that way, I was like, oh shit, like, is this happening? And then I was like, no, 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 I'm not depressed. I'm not depressed. I'm happy. I'm fine. Um, but I definitely think that looking back on it now, I had fallen into a depression And I never would have said that. I never would have said to you, you know, that I was depressed because I didn't want people to think that I was. I was trying to pretend like I wasn't. And I have always been the optimistic and the happy one and the one that sees the bright side of everything. And also because I live a very blessed life in the grand scheme of things. I have a roof over my head. I have food in my refrigerator. I have family that love me. I have amazing friends. And if you are on the outside looking in, you're like, wow, everything in her life is great. What does she have to complain about? And I never wanted people to think that I was complaining because I, you know, there are people in my life around me, friends, family that had shit going on that was so much worse, you know, like they had actual problems in my head. You know, I thought they had actual problems going on and I wanted to be that person to be there for them. I never wanted to flip the switch and be like, well, I'm not really doing great either. I just hit it. I just pretended like I was fine. Um, so I just I was feeling awful on the inside. Everybody, I wanted everybody to look at me and say, hey, look at her. She's happy. She's always bubbly. She's a great person to be around. I, I, but I was feeling awful on the inside. Um, when I first moved to Nashville, I wanted to sing and I wanted to write songs. And earlier before the pandemic, I had some a situation go on where there had been some bridges burned with people that I was working with. Um, and I really felt like I had the ball rolling. I feel like I had all my ducks in line and I was like, things are going to happen. And then obviously that didn't happen and that this whole thing fell through. I'm not really going to go into detail about it, but it, it all came to a halt. And I think think that that killed so much of my confidence and my love for you know writing which was hard so that affected me a lot more than I made it seem I think I pushed a lot of that aside because I didn't want to feel it um and then around that time I would say 
around probably, you know, the beginning of 2021 um, is when I just became so anxious. And I had never felt like my anxiety has been as bad as it's been, especially this past year or so. But I, I mean, I was so anxious that I was pulling myself away from things that I love doing, you know, and, and it affected me in a big, big way. I would be hanging out with my friends and wouldn't, you know, I would physically be there, but mentally I was not. I was barely sleeping, barely eating. Everybody noticed it. All of my friends knew that there was something wrong with me. I'd lost a shit ton of weight and it, it didn't make sense. Um, I hated myself. And saying that out loud is hard because I love all the people around me so much. And if the people that I loved ever said, like, I hate myself, like, it would kill me inside. But honestly, when I say it out loud, it's like, it doesn't, when I would say it out loud or like when I would think about it in the past, it just didn't affect me like it would if somebody that I loved was saying it. Um, so it, I just didn't have much self-love for myself, essentially. Um, I think I was very aware of what was happening to me, but I also just wanted to pretend like everything was fine. I mean, I looked in a mirror and I did not know who I was. I didn't like who I was. I had spent so many nights on my bathroom floor bawling my eyes out. I was going out every weekend. I was trying to find anything that could make me feel something. Um, and on the outside, I was trying to convince everyone and myself that I was fine. You know, like I'm living my best life, sleeping with all these people, partying, blacking out, just losing my mind. And I played that off as confidence. You know, like I made that seem to everybody like, dang, like she's living her best life. She has it all under control. Look at her. Like she's in Nashville and she's got all this stuff going for her. And it was just a lie. It was a lie. Um, just there was just some crazy stuff that also went on this year that was um, traumatizing a little bit to me. And I, and I didn't talk about how that affected me. So I bottled that up and... I had just so much built up emotion from the past couple of years of my life that I never talked about because I suppressed everything and I was like, I'm not sad. I'm good. You know, like I don't want anybody else worrying about me. I'll worry about everybody else. Um, I have a very, very big heart and I think that it is a curse and it's also a blessing, but it's also a curse because I put everybody else before me all the time. And I think that that was also a big, you know, reason why I had all this built up shit going on. Um, and I would just swallow it. Um, then I went through a tough breakup. Um, and I think that there just wasn't a lot that made me feel like I was worth anything at that time. Um, or made my life feel worthwhile. And at a time where I, you know, was trying to figure out who I was and at a time where 
I'm I, I like wasn't feeling anything at all like I'd shut off all emotions I wouldn't let anybody in at all I had walls that were so high um and it, it ended up coming completely out of nowhere and I, I dated someone where I felt everything and so that when that had to end um I was devastated and to be really honest with you guys it was like I had lost one of the last few things that actually made me feel real joy um you know because I, I just remember like hearing from like my, my mom and dad my my friends that are close to me like you just seem happy like I'm seeing like life in you again you know there's a light coming out of you you just feel like you're really great so it, and it was true um and what is sad is I wish that I would have been able to love myself the way that I loved him so you know when that ended I felt super lost and confused and it just consumed me like we just you know added that in my head I was like let's add that to the list of things of why I don't feel like my life is worth anything um and I had started therapy um back way back before that had happened but I remember just sitting in therapy being like oh man like I don't want to talk about anything like you know I hate talking about myself it's like my worst fear in the entire world I hate talking about myself so I was like we don't have to talk about anything I'm good I'm fine um so with the, my first couple therapy sessions I remember just not speaking on any of this um but I was spiraling out of control at this point at this point I was just like I've ruined everything in my life I ruined a career that I you know wanted to have I ruined I was ruining friendships because I was hurting I thought that I had ruined my chances at love I just was wrecking ball um so I was drinking a bottle of something every single night I was hurting the people that I love the most I made everything about me you know like I I'm the only one that you know can feel hurt and all if, if all my friends were like going through really great times in their lives like my best friends were getting engaged and moving into houses and I was spiraling out of fucking control and at that point I just didn't want to feel anything and I was at rock bottom um so here's where the solo trip kind of came into play um I just felt like I was suffocating in in Nashville I, I just felt like if I don't get out right now I'm going to I don't know what's gonna happen so I you know I called my mom and I was like listen I need to book a trip hear me out <laughs> I am on Expedia right now and I'm going you know I don't know where I'm going the middle of nowhere maybe because I need to just just breathe fresh air just something you know like I needed to get out of here um and I was like, please don't talk me out of this. And she was like, it's okay. You know, I think you're right. Let's figure this out. Where are you going? So like my decision on where to go 
Um, I have always wanted to go to Jackson, Wyoming. Um, it's just been somewhere that I really have always wanted to go. And I thought, let's go now. Bite the bullet. Let's just, it doesn't matter what price the plane ticket is. Uh, it doesn't matter when I can get on the next flight. I'm going to go. So I did. Um, and it was incredible. It was it was really amazing, and I'll, I'll kind of go into more detail about that. Um, so, being on the trip, I, I kind of feel like I blacked out when I actually booked this trip. So, when the week of finally came, I was like, oh my god, like, I'm going to Wyoming by myself. And this is what I really didn't think about at the time when I was booking this trip. Was I was like, oh, I'm going, I booked it for five full days. And I'm like, yeah, this that's I need five days out of Nashville. Like I was going through it. So I booked this trip and it was five days. I'm just gonna go hang out by myself, I guess. Um, but when the time came, obviously I was like freaking out. Like, oh my god, I'm going to be in a state that I've never been before. I've watched way too many crime documentaries and I, you know, way too many crime podcasts. So I was like, I might yeah, I didn't, you know, I don't know. I was really scared. That and it was me stepping out of my comfort zone because I think that I, a while ago, I would have told you that I wasn't a codependent person and that I really, really thrived on my independence and I love, I do, I love my alone time. I cherish my alone time Um, because sometimes for me, I feel like it's hard for me to connect with other people. So when I do have connections with other people, I like... I, I worship them. I cherish them um, because they mean so much to me. So I think that when I was going through all of my anxiety and, and, and depression stuff, I um, clung to people. I really, really, I needed people and that freaked me out because I don't think I've ever needed anybody in my entire life until all of this kind of started happening. Um but anyway, when I went to Wyoming, I was like, I have to kind of, you know, I'm getting out of my this comfort zone that I put myself in, and I'm going by myself, so I'm stepping out of it now, and I have to figure out how to do this on my own. I have to figure out how to be on my own. I have to figure out, you know, if I how am I ever going to be good for other people when I can't even stand to be by myself? I can't even look in a mirror. So that was really scary to me. Um, the fact that I was going into basically a five-day vacation, not even a vacation, a five-day, I don't even know what it, what to call it, just, just by myself, me and me. It was scary. Um, so, yeah, I, I was also excited because I, you know, I, 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 I'm self-aware, I'm very self-aware of what's wrong not what's wrong with me, but I'm very self-aware of all of the things in my life that I can change. And I know what I have to do. I know that there's work that I have to do to get there. So I was excited to just be able to get out of Nashville and really try to work on it. And I knew that this trip wasn't going to change my life, you know, because a five-day trip out of the state you live in isn't going to change everything. Ultimately, you have to put in all the work. But um, I was just excited to see, you know, what, what it would look like when I got there. Um, so 
I think that it's I always think it's cheesy when I say like I got off the airplane and I was like oh my god like I just already instantly felt relief I wasn't I wasn't in Nashville anymore I wasn't around all of the things that you know were shaking me up I I was by myself in the middle of the mountains and it was pretty amazing um I think that it's it's one thing to spend time with yourself as in like going for a car ride or um having a night in where you're you know watching movies by yourself or you're you're reading a book that's that's one 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 way to spend time by yourself but I think that it's a whole other ballpark when you are in you know you're going out to eat on, by yourself you're taking yourself on dates you're going to the park by yourself you are going on I went on a um in this instinct I went on a trip to the national park and I went on like a little drive safari thing where I like saw animals and stuff and I did that by myself and I remember the woman beside me was like are you here by yourself and I was like yeah I am and she was like oh my god like that is so brave of you like you are young and you're here and you're you're not with anybody that you're familiar with like that is so brave of you and I was like I needed to hear that thank you so much like I wanted to cry when she told me that but it's true you know like I had to sit with myself and I had to sit with my own thoughts because I hate doing that I hate sitting with me and my own thoughts because you know it's the worst thing in the world to feel your emotions right (laughs) so I just think that I found so much strength in myself and I let go of a lot I think I, I let go of a lot of anger I had built up and I let go of control and I let go of just, you know, just, I feel like I let go of all of the, the shit that I, the negative shit that I've said in my head to myself for the past I mean, probably four or five years of my life, you know, um, my therapist had told me before when you're journaling, you need to really write down your emotions and write down what you're feeling. Um, and she's always said to me, you need to, you know, if you really, really want to find a way to, to let go in a journal, write down all of the things in a list and then burn it. And I remember her saying that and I was like, I don't know, that feels kind of weird. I don't don't know if I'm going to do that. And then when I was in Jackson, they actually had a fire pit right outside of the hostel I was staying in. So I went out there one night and I was like, all right, let's see if this makes me feel anything. (laughs) So I wrote down a list of, you know, all of the things that at the time were hurting me or bringing me pain or making me feel bitter and I crumpled it up and I threw it in the fire and I remember just being like damn that does feel really good to just like pen to paper get it all out and then throw it away and that's it um I think that I realized that I just I want to feel peace my heart just wants peace peace of mind you know just and I think a a lot of the peace is taken away like I take away a lot of dropped my microphone (laughs) love that 
Uh, we're keeping that in. That's funny. Anyway, um, I think that a lot of my anxiety and my depression stem from me grieving the life I thought that I would be living at 25. Um, the life that I thought that I would have moving to Nashville. I think that that's why I don't let myself feel peace because I'm either thinking about what has happened in the past or I'm freaking out about what is going to happen in the future and I'm not living in the present moment. And I think while I was in Wyoming every day, I really like, there isn't a whole lot to do. Honestly, I went there, I was by myself, so I wasn't going and doing a bunch of stuff, but, um, I was spending every day just walking around and looking at like watching people and I was meeting new people and I was, you know, just communicating with other people around the country and seeing how other people live and I was watching you know animals I know that just sounds so weird but like it's it's when you stop and you look at life and all the things around you you just feel like everything that you think is a big deal in your life you're just like it's just so small there's small little things that don't mean that much And I think I've been trying to understand and make sense of my life. And I really think I realized that on this trip, you can't do that. You, you can't sit around and try to analyze the meaning of your life or be in agony over what your purpose is. You just have to live life. Let the wind take you wherever you're meant to be. And if it's not what you saw your future looking like, that's okay. That's what I'm learning. You know, we don't have to live our lives based off a checklist or have certain things done at a certain time. Um, God, if I like thought about what I thought I would look like at the age of 25, I thought I would be married, have a kid. I thought I'd be thriving. I saw myself, I saw my life looking so different a couple of years ago to what it is now. And, and I just, that's okay. You know, we're here to love and to be kind and to experience these things, you know, and life doesn't have to fit into a timeline. We as humans, I think, complicate that so much. Life is about the simple little moments. And me personally, I have so much still to work on. I'm not saying that this trip changed my life forever and that I am completely healed and that I don't have, you know, stuff still going on because there are days when, yeah, my anxiety and my depression still keep me up at night or there are certain situations that, you know, have me crying in the bathroom floor. Like I'm, I'm not a perfect human being and I still feel things and there are still things that, you know, that hurt me and hurt my heart and still things that I'm learning. But I also have kind of realized that I need to stop obsessing over the things that I thought were big you know like I need to stay present and I need to uncomplicate things with my heart and embrace my own messy journey because it's it is messy life is messy and it's not easy for anybody we're none of us are perfect none of us we all make mistakes and we all have our things that we're not proud of and there's just so much beauty around us and it can be found right where you are. I think that's one of the most important lessons to learn is that there is beauty. There's so much good and there's so much of it 
that we can't see unless we really just look at where we're at right now. I definitely think that my trip to Wyoming is something that I'll never forget. And like I said before, I I don't think it has fixed me. I don't think I'm a person that needs to be fixed. And I, but I do think the only person that can, you know, help me be a better human and, and be a stronger human is myself. I have to work on myself. Nobody else is going to fix me. I can't fix anybody else. And I definitely think that, you know, I will always look back on this trip and be reminded of, you know, how horrible I felt before going and how I was when I got back, you know? I feel like I brought a lot of peace back with me and I'm just so grateful for that experience. And I hope that, you know, if you are somebody who is in your 20s and you feel like your life is just so fucked up and you have no idea what you're doing and you pictured it looking a different way, I hope you know that you're not alone in that, you know, even if I I say in our 20s because that's just what I I am, but I'm even, it doesn't matter what age, you know, there's no time frame. Some people don't get their dream job until they're in their 50s. Some people don't have kids until they're in their 30s. Some people don't get married until they're like 70. It's, It's everybody is on their own journey and you ultimately have to be the one that's in in control of your life. You only know what's happy for you. You only know when it's time to do things that are right for you. And, you know, I think that we forget that sometimes. And I think that that's kind of where I'm at right now with the whole thing. It's just I'm letting what needs to be be and what isn't going to be not be, you know. And, yeah. Thank you all so much for listening to my first episode. Um, I'm excited to hit the floor running with this. I I think this episode went really great. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I hope that you all have an incredible week. I hope you stay present. Don't stress too much about the future, the past. Enjoy the small things around you. Know that you're not alone if you are, you know, struggling And if you haven't heard it today, I am so proud of you and you are so loved. And if you want to join in on today's conversation, my DMs are always open on Instagram. You can either message me on my main account, which is at Connor Brian, um, or you can DM me on the podcast Instagram, which is just the It's Fine, I'm Fine podcast at Gmail. And we can chat. I would love to talk to you guys and open up a little bit more about the topics we touched on today's podcast episode. Um, I love y'all and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening.